Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central Podcast with me, Kieran Bridges. I hope that you're all well. It is the first of two major uh, rankings that I've decided to do to celebrate what I've been watching over the past 12 months. Tomorrow I've got a dedicated podcast where I rank every single film I've seen in 2020. But this is where I rank every single TV show that premiered in 2020 that I have watched. I have not watched every single TV series that has been released. If this, if it's on like season four or five, I probably have not seen it unless I've watched it from the very, very beginning and binged it. The simple reason for that is because I have not. So I do apologise. And also shows that have... Um, so they've not been accessible to watch in the UK but in America then I have not watched that because I live in the UK before we begin there's a couple of honourable mentions in different categories that I just want to mention for you guys but we have 13 really really good uh, series that I'm going to get into here uh, mainly season 1 but there's some also really really nice uh, seasons as well that we can delve into so the first honourable mention category is shows that premiered in 2019 that had their finale in 2020. I will count that as a 29 TV show because their first episode was released in the year 2019. But of course it went over to 2020. That doesn't mean that it does not count in this list. So that includes Batwoman Season 1 and Harley Quinn Season 1. So Batwoman Season 2 was actually supposed to come out this year but instead was pushed back to next year, so I will definitely have a review uh, of Batwoman Season 2 on this ranking, and that can be part of the 2021 uh, ranking of every show premiering in that year. And then Harley Quinn Season 1 uh, was uh, premiered in 2019, finished in 2020, but Season 2 is on this ranking. The next category for our honourable mentions is shows that premiered in 2020 that hasn't finished their series yet. This includes Pennyworth Season 2. Uh, this was in the December. So, um, and they're currently on Episode 4. So I, I don't want to compare this against a completed series. I feel like that'll be bad. So um, that will have to wait until it has its finale. But there will be a review for that one. And Transformers War for Cybertron Season 2. That was in late December and it's not even premiered an episode yet but that's going to be something I'm going to watch and definitely uh, get start, get started as well but the, the first series is also on this ranking and then shows that had a season released in 2020 but I'm on an earlier season this includes The Flash season 6 so that was released this year but I'm currently on season 4 so working my way through the Arrowverse Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7 was also released this year, but I'm currently on Season 2. And Legends of Tomorrow had their fifth season released this year, but I am on Season 3. So these are just going to be shows that um, will definitely have a dedicated ranking to it, uh, definitely in at some point when I finish it. But of course, I just wanted to make uh, a mention of that, that I'm not currently there, but I am in the process. So... All the honourable mentions finished, let's get into the ranking of every single show premiering in 2020 I have watched. Starting with, at number 13 is The Big Show. The Big Big Show, season one. Um, a Netflix original show starring WWE star The Big Show. For me, was a very, very average family sitcom with blends of comedy and emotion being emitted into every single episode. But definitely not having that focus on one particular genre 
the fact that Big Show is the massive name inside of it is clear throughout the different episodes and their plots, making the other characters be supporting the main story that Show is involved in. It is definitely sweet with some certain moments and has a real difference to other WWE sitcoms, but I felt that Netflix and the WWE had such different visions on how the show would be approached and whether they wanted to and that was definitely clear in the later episodes because you see more of the of the wrestling side of the big show sort of coming out that has been announced that it will be a season two so i really do hope that we see more of the other characters in his home life not really looking at the star of the big show and whether he'll, whether he'll return Coming in at number 12 is Star Trek Lower Deck Season 1, a brand new Star Trek animation on CBS All Access is a big, big change of pace and themes for the Star Trek universe. If you look at other TV shows and films inside of the franchise, you will realise that it possibly will feel very very serious and uh, political this one is definitely not the characters and stories are, are really quite crazy and original with each episode maintaining the comedy and world building that star trek do fantastically however i do think it can have really really repetitive jokes and doesn't really have dramatic elements that f- make fans feel connected and related to the characters because whilst Star Trek does a fantastic job at expanding sci-fi and fantasy, it also makes them characters feel very, very much human. And this show definitely didn't do that. It wasn't bad, but it's definitely going to be something that I'm going to keep a close eye on to see whether they'll go into more Star Trek stereotypical themes. Coming in at number 11 is Quiz. An ITV original show based on real life events is a really detailed and honest series that has strong performances and a gripping story that a lot of people will actually forget that it is true just because of how mad and you know crazy it is. Due to the long runtime in the three episodes, you see all the aspects of the story and gives an insight into our main character. However, the script does perceive our main character as dumb and does look at a certain character too much. If you look at the real life events and you really explore um, this sort of biopic and the story, you understand that he actually wasn't where he was perceived. So the fact that it could honestly not really have that any honest idea into it just felt really, really um, bad because if you watch the actual the the main story you understand that he is an army general so he actually isn't dumb he just is a guy who was very very lucky to do what he did i know that this is just my opinion but i do honestly feel like that that contradiction doesn't really make for a reliable tv biopic kicking us off in the top 10 is transformers war for cybertron siege season one netflix delivers the first part of the brand new transformers animated show and i'm a big fan of the transformers movies in general so when i actually saw that they were announcing this and they were delivering all 10 episodes really really short and really really compact i was looking forward to it it definitely did have its problems though the show is really visually stunning and brings a lot of new and interesting dynamics uh, into the franchise the fact that they don't come to Earth at all and have their own war is definitely something that 
has been hinted at in the films, but not explored to this level. The brilliant voice cast and a gritty look of war allows the tone and theme to be different from the film franchise. However, you have to really focus on the connecting characters because every single episode they introduce about two or three new people that have their uh, first episode, then a part of the next one, and then just are left. So I felt like that constant, you know, offloading of characters and bringing them in is makes the makes the franchise and specifically this series feel very very crammed. So whilst it's a really really nice dynamic to the other things, it definitely does have its clear problems, especially as it comes in to its finale. Coming in at number nine is Friday Night Dinner season six. The Goodman family return for one final season in the British sitcom on Channel Four, and I was really introduced. I was introduced to this show by a very very good friend of mine, and I dedicated a lot of the time in 2020 trying to get these reviews coming up for season six. It's perfectly well written and acted like with comedic characters all the way through. Despite having a solid ending, it doesn't deliver on the same comedy and has some unnecessary character moments and endings. I think it will lose the comedy in season 7 due to the ending, so it's a nice well-rounded end to a hidden gem. I don't think it's as bad as the ones previous on this ranking, but it, it definitely could have been much, much better. Coming down number 8 is Star Trek Picard. Patrick Stewart returns as Captain Picard in the 8th episode series in the Star Trek universe. I think the character of Picard is definitely very, very focused and a lot of people have a big, big vision of him. So when the show was announced, a lot of people were very, very worried. I really enjoyed it. It developed a well-known character in a new surrounding and complex world building and expansion of the universe that a lot of people know. Uh, Patrick Stewart leads this cast really, really well and the clear motives from the movies are omitted into this show. I do think the slow pacing of, of this season, however, and the addition of unused characters are not needed to the overall plot, but I thought that it was a really nice way to teach new Star, Star Trek fans with a very, very well-known face. Coming in at number seven is Alex Ryder Season 1. Amazon Prime Video delivers the first season of the teenage spy thriller. Now, when I was younger, I loved the Alex Ryder books and I watched the 2006 film that not a lot of people know about which I actually really really enjoy it size some big big names like Bill Nighy, Ewan McGregor, Damian Lewis so I can't recommend that enough so when this season was announced I was really really looking forward to it it is actually adapted from the second book and when you read the second book it's a definitely a very very big big action sort of spy film with some really nice action sequences however the show is really dark gritty and more exciting than possibly we had of the 2006 film and my imagination of the book the episodes at the end really are gripping and develop the story well and ends it on a really really nice way i do think the pacing of the episodes particularly in the middle can be quite slow and repetitive but there's some fantastic original action sequences and performances from a predominantly young cast Missing out on the top five is Brooklyn Nine-Nine Season 7. Andy Samberg and the team return for another season of the American comedy cop show. And I am a big, big fan of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's been something that a lot of people at my age have watched and really, really enjoyed because they get the jokes and they get the target audience. And this series continues that really, really well. 
The series maintains the same amount of comedy, but brings more emotional stories and progression of the same well-loved characters we've seen from season one. The lack of episodes in this series, however, makes the overarching story very, very compact and rushed. Um, and I definitely think due to the world issues we've had in 2020 about the police, it might have to change its comedic storylines. But I definitely think a big, big change could see a lot of fans become more and more related to these characters. Kicking us off in the top five is Ted Lasso Season 1, an Apple TV Plus original starring Jason Sudeikis was advertised a very very different show from when you see posters and the trailers and the overall premise with Sudeikis's comedic background and outrageous storyline about an American football coach going coming over here to uh, train people in so- soccer that's what they call it in America you'd think that it would be a silly but pleasing entertaining series however it was really for full of heartwarming moments and some social issues that certain fans can relate to. I do think the themes and the mix of genres can be a bit confusing at times as it changes very, very quickly. But I, this was has to be my most surprising uh, TV show because I didn't know it was going to have that much heart. Coming down to number four is Stargirl Season 1. CW delivered the first season of the superhero show based on a DC comic. And whilst Ted Lasso was the most surprising show of the year that I watched, Stargirl was the most consistent. All the episodes maintain a high level of intrigue and character building for not only our titular character, but also the supporting heroes and villains we see. All the actors really appreciate their roles and allowed the stories to be perfected and relatable. The finale hinted at an intriguing season arc for the second series, and I'm really interested to see what adventures happen next, because the the heroes and the superheroes here are just kids the villains that they introduce for the second series are kids so it's definitely going to be relatable as kids that are literally going to high school have got to manage being superheroes i thought it was definitely a very very consistent show kicking us off in the top three is the boys season two amazon prime delivers the second season of their most popular series and this show was very, very divided, but got better as it went on for me. Instead of adding loads of new characters, they focused on building up new stories and character development being put involved into that. I do think certain characters get more featured in the overarching story, particularly Queen Maeve and Black Noir, who absolutely smashed it out of the park for me. Whilst others like A-Train and The Deep just have been put in in some really, really weird stories. I thought... I really, really enjoyed season one and the direction that they took. So season season two had to maintain that. It did in some areas and it didn't in third, but I could not put it any any lower on the list due to the fact that they built some fantastic stories and some really, really nice character development. Coming in, coming in at number two is The Mandalorian season two. Pedro Pascal returns in the second se- season of the Disney Plus series and at and this show absolutely delivers on everything from the first season and more. Out of all the shows I've been talking about on this ranking, this series is actually the closest in terms of quality to its first series. The overarching story was being affected at every single episode, and the addition of new characters made the show feel refreshed and expansive, but also looking at where these characters can go throughout the story. I do think the second episode was a massive dive down and you can actually see 
um, my full opinions on that episode with my ranking of all eight seasons of The Mandalorian Season 2 on the channel. But the consistency following that was brilliant and that ending absolutely smashed out the park for me. But coming in at number one is Harley Quinn Season 2. DC Universe deliver the second season of this superhero adultery animation. Its continuous storyline and really nice new additions were positive, but still had interconnected stories and the characters from the previous series. It has all the potential to move forward in a really, really strong way, but must make sure not to really become that repetitive. If you watch the show, you will think, oh, okay, is this dedicated to kids? Is this just another hero, another superhero uh, animation who has to stick to its target audience? But it doesn't. It branches out there. A lot of people will really, really enjoy the dynamic between uh, Harley Quinn and all these characters we've seen from Batman and other projects in DC, but being done in such a cool and different way. I would definitely recommend both series, but second, the second season is something you guys have to watch. So that is it for the ranking of every single show premiering in tw 2020 that I have seen. If you guys want to let me know what your favourite TV show was from this year, obviously we had a big, big lockdown, so a lot of people were definitely binging um, shows and movies, but I was definitely trying to dedicate a lot more of my time to movies, but I definitely saw some really, really nice seasons as well, and going into 2021 with alerts and notifications about the announcement and the possible introduction of definitely new TV shows. Let Check out all the other podcasts that are available on the channel. Some big, big podcasts are coming up. So please make sure you guys go over there as we kick into another another, another year. The This is one of my last podcasts of the year. So I will say this on every single podcast coming up. I hope that you guys all have a happy new year. And I will see you very much in the new year. I don't know what my next podcast will be about. But that will be something that you love. See you in a bit.